welcome to Action Capital International. We are one church in many locations worldwide. We are so excited that you took the time to join us today to feed on God's word and to enrich your spirit. We know that your life will never be the same. Now please join us for this powerful message. Jesus is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. He's still Lord. With your hands lifted up, say I proclaim on the account of the blood that Jesus shed for the remission of my sins. I proclaim that Jesus is my Lord. I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Me and my house, we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb from the hands of the enemy. In the name of Jesus, I intercept the trusted weapon of the enemy. I intercept any weapon and information in the hands of the enemy device to my demise in the name of Jesus I intercept and strip him I intercept and strip the enemy of any trusted weapon and information he has at his disposal to my head to my demise to the head and demise of the ministry and my nation I intercept and strip him of it as I put my hands together in the name of Jesus, intercept, strip the enemy, intercept, strip the enemy of any information, any trusted weapon he has devised to your demise, to your head, to the head and demise of your family, the ministry, your nation. In the name of Jesus, let it be intercepted, intercepted, intercepted intercepted let him be stripped 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 in the name of jesus stripped hallelujah let the veil that has veiled us let the veil and the spell that they've cast over us and our nations and the leaders of our nation and the rich the religious leaders let the veil and the spell be lifted in the name of Jesus right now we command veils and spells broken, intercepted lifted, destroyed remove somebody open your mouth, put your hands together break spells, destroy the veil over our lives bind the veil remove the veil in the name of Jesus destroy the veil Remove the veil. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand and say, I shall not die by any means, but I shall live. And declare, here in the land of the living, the works of the Lord. And I will have eternal mileage when Jesus comes again. When Jesus comes again, I will stand and will not die prematurely. There will be no loss of the life of anyone that concerns me, home or abroad, doing and after COVID-19. I proclaim there will be no loss. There shall be no loss of my life, nor the life of anyone that concerns me. In the name of Jesus, therefore, I intercept, abide, threatenings, ill wills, intimidations, be bound in the name of Jesus. I intercept that which threatens and compromises my security, my protection, the security, the protection of this house, of this ministry, 
and the security and the peace of my nation I intercept and abide that which threatens the peace and security of my nation of my family of the ministry of the future be intercepted be accursed be bound be bound be bound be bound be bound somebody wherever you are open your mouth make declaration pray proclaim sense us or not anyone by the reason of COVID-19 fighting for their lives in the fight of their lives or fighting for the life of their wife husband, children, loved one home and abroad today we lift up prayers we command divine rescue we command deliverance for all those fighting for their lives at home at the hospital, home and abroad. Lift up prayers for them right now. Open your mouth, put your hands together. Pray for somebody fighting for their lives. In the name of Jesus, somebody send prayers. Thank you. Thank you. With your hands lifted up. Say, I will not find myself nor be in any life-threatening situation. Say, let no one that concerns me find themselves in any life-threatening situation. In the name of Jesus. Let the word of the Lord have a free course. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. In the name of Jesus. Let there be a performance of the word of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together and give him praise. You may be seated in heavenly places. Thank you for coming. And to everyone on television, social media. Thank you for tuning in and allowing me to spend this time with you. I'd like to talk to you for some few minutes on the subject I entitled Be Steadfast. Be Steadfast. Be Steadfast. The times we live in demands or requires that. The times we live in demands that you and I be steadfast and unmovable. Because there are many voices out there. There's so much confusion and chaos. Mistrust. Uncertainties. Fears. Threatenings. And imminent dangers. In the name of Jesus. The voice of the stranger is loud on social media. Loud everywhere, the voice of the stranger, we shall not follow. We will follow the voice of the Lord. We will not be intimidated. We will not be moved, nor be afraid. We shall not, we shall not be moved. We shall not, we shall not be moved. There's a tree planted by the water side. Yeah, we shall not be moved. 
Jesus a tree planted by the waterside. We shall not be moved. We shall not. We shall not. We shall not be moved. Lift up your right hand. We shall not. We shall not be moved. Just as a tree yeah, planted by the water side. Yeah, we shall not be as a tree yeah, planted by the water side. Yeah, we shall not be moved. First Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast. Be ye steadfast. Unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Be steadfast, unmovable, always, not every now and then, not when the times are good and right, not when every time is okay, not when you feel safe, not when you feel good or okay. Irrespective of the times, be steadfast, be unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labors for the Lord or in the Lord is never in vain. Your services, your steadfastness, your commitment to God's work and house will not go unrewarded. So be steadfast. Be unmovable. Don't be wishy-washy. Don't be carried by every wind of doctrine. Don't be among those following the voice of the stranger. There are many voices loud out there. Don't follow those voices. Follow the voice of the word. Follow the voice of the Lord. Don't be to and flow. Don't be torn between two opinions. In the days of Elijah, he came up and said, for too long, we have been torn between two opinions. But now let the God that answers by fire, let him be God. Let us not be torn between two opinions. Let us hold on to and believe the report of the Lord irrespective. Whose report will you believe? In the face of the adversity of the times, the fears, the worries, the threatenings, and the intimidations, the uncertainties we feel, the ill wills, the projections, the negative mental pictures and thoughts that comes upon our mind, the mental bombardments, the threatenings, the thing that threatens our existence and our future. The things that threatens all we have worked for, stand for, all these years and decades. Let nothing of those things, ladies and gentlemen, have power over you. Let nothing have power over you whatsoever. In the name of Jesus, be steadfast. Be unmovable. Always, not every now and then, but always respect your side of the commitment, your covenant responsibility to the kingdom. Acts chapter 2 verse 42. And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They continue not every now and then, but steadfastly. I command you in the name that is above every other name, that irrespective of the times and the struggles, the wrestling, 
the strife and the contentions, the division, the envy, the covetousness, the injustice. And in the face of adversity and all that is happening to the nations and to humanity, be ye steadfast in the apostle doctrines. Continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrines. Go ahead. And fellowship. And fellowship. Don't break fellowship. And the times we live in requires that we maintain fellowship. But there's another voice. Anytime you pay attention to the voice of the enemy, he will give you direction. And the enemy is giving a lot of people direction because we are paying attention to the things that he's saying. If we pay attention to the voice of the enemy, he will determine our direction. I'm telling you. They continue in the doctrines of the apostles and in fellowship. These are not the days and the times to break fellowship. But these are the days to continue steadfastly in the fellowship, in fellowship with the brethren. We can't break fellowship. By the times we live in, the enemy is giving us reasons and justifying why we must not continue steadfastly in fellowship with one another. We can still fellowship with social distance, maintaining all the necessary protocol. We can still fellowship. And it is mandatory. It is required. It's critical that we maintain fellowship. For if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his sons, continuously cleanses us from all sin. A continuous cleansing from sin is a result of maintenance of fellowship with the brethren. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship. So when we break fellowship, it's an indication that we are walking in darkness. I'm telling you. It doesn't matter what the argument and the justification is. When we stop having fellowship with the brethren, we are walking in darkness. Go ahead. And in breaking of bread. In breaking of bread. And in prayers. Communion. Communion. Steadfastness in communion, breaking bread, and prayers. Steadfastness in prayers. Steadfastness in prayers. Steadfastness in fasting. Steadfastness in our covenant responsibility towards God and His work and His house, irrespective of the times and what's going on around us. We can relent. And we can give up what is required of us. Because giving up what is required of us is telling God to give up also what is required of him. It's a covenant. And the parties on both sides must respect the terms of the covenant. Must be loyal to the terms of the covenant. Come with me to the book of Romans 12. 11 and 12. Not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, mm -hmm. serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, mm -hmm. continuing steadfastly in prayer. It comes again to continue steadfastly, not just to continue, but continue and be steadfast in prayer. That's why I have proclaimed the noon prayer. The noon prayer. That for those of you who work and you can take time of your lunch time instead of going to sit to be eating and fooling all over the place if you can take an hour an hour and just be at the noon prayer even if for 30 minutes at the noon prayer it will do you well it will help you it will lift you up it will lift your head above the waters it will cause you to have mastering to have supremacy to have dominion over the fears of the times, over the threatenings of the times, over the intimidations of the times. For we live in dangerous times. 
in a time of life and death where somebody can be around today and disappear tomorrow. But that shall not be our portion. In the name of Jesus, we will be among the remnant that remains when it is all said and done. In the name of Jesus, I said we will be among the remnant that remains. If you believe it, put your hands together and shout yes. To continue steadfastly in prayer, not relenting, not quitting, not being weary, not being tired, not being weak, irrespective of the fears and the threatenings and all the enemy keep suggesting and keep echoing in our mind and in the eyes of our mind, showing us pictures, objects, bringing things up to tell us what he has in stock and in mind. But in the name of Jesus, who we see that saith and it cometh to pass when the Lord God commanded it not. For God has not planned any evil for his people. For he has said, I know the thoughts I have of you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you an expected end. Therefore we intercept any evil thought. We bind any evil thought concerning us, our people, our churches and our nation. We intercept every evil thought and declare that God has not planned any evil for us but good. If you believe it, put your hands together. Shout yes. Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 3. Verse 13 and 14. But exhort one another daily. Exhort. How do you exhort one another without fellowshipping? It is in fellowship that we have the opportunity to exalt one another. Exalt Go ahead. one another daily while it is called today. Not provoke. Not provoke. He didn't say provoke. He didn't say be critical. He didn't say accuse. He didn't say fight one another. He didn't say be envious or jealous of one another. He didn't say be angry with one another. But he said exalt. Comfort, strengthen, exalt, not bring down one another, not destroy one another. He didn't say be, be, be vindictive towards one another, but he said exalt one another. As we fellowship, exalt one another. Go ahead. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Other than that, you can become desensitized mm -hmm. when you break fellowship with the brethren and you are all by yourself doing your own thing without fellowship, without the exaltation and the encouragement of the brethren. You get to a point where sin and boredom, loneliness and all the things going on can harden your heart, can cause you to become insensitive you can backslide. And Solomon, and Solomon began to depart from the Lord. And the heart of Solomon began to depart from the Lord. That was the second time. And the heart of Solomon began to depart from the Lord the third time. And the heart of Solomon departed from the Lord the fourth time. So when the enemy wants to destroy us, he isolates us. He brings you to a place where you feel like, I don't need anybody anymore. I'm cool, I'm fine, I'm secured. I have some secret savings. I have access, I have influence. Yeah, I have reserves. I can stand on my own for a long time. I'm prepared for this crisis and for this time and this hour. I'm fine, I will be okay. I don't need anybody. It's a lie. Even God needs us. Even God said, let us, let us. He didn't say, let me. He said, let us. And the Bible said, two is better than one. And one shall put a thousand to flight, and two shall put ten thousand to flight. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody needs somebody. You may not need me today. You may feel like you don't need the church. You don't need anybody. Because you have reserves. You are well connected. You have deep 
pockets. You have investments, influence. You have power. But ladies and gentlemen, it's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. There come a time in all of our lives when you will need somebody. And it is the investment you made in strategic relationships, in trying times, in difficult times, and in good times, that determines who will be there for you in the time of need. There come a time when money fails. There come a time when influence and power fails, connection fails. And what counts is relationships you took time to build. Those relationships will speak and be there for you in the times of need. So please take your time. Build relationship, even in these trying and difficult times. Care for the perishing. Rescue the perishing. Care for the dying. Show concern. Care about the ministry. Care about the, love, the work of God. Bless that which feeds you. Bless that which takes care of you. Bless the work of the ministry. Care about God's business. Care about what he cares about. Be steadfast in prayer. Be steadfast in your covenant responsibility as a child of God. Please go ahead. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Steadfast unto the end. Maintaining confidence steadfastly in the face of all adversity to the end. He that endures to the end, the same shall be delivered. I pray that in the name of Jesus, against all the threatenings and against every odds, against the stigma and the scandal and the shame, the reproach, the disgrace, and against all the agenda of the adversary that you will hold fast, steadfastly of your confidence to the end to the end that you will not relent no matter what that you will maintain confidence to the end irrespective in the name of Jesus if you agree with me put your hands together say yes Hebrews 6 18 and 19 that by two immutable things mm -hmm. in which it was impossible for God to lie, mm -hmm. we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, mm -hmm. which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, mm -hmm. both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. Both strong and steadfast both sure and steadfast. Sure and steadfast. Be steadfast in your hope of the Lord. Be steadfast in your knowledge of the word. Be steadfast in your commitment to the Lord, to his work, to the ministry. Be steadfast. Second Peter 3, 14. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. Again. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace, without spot and blameless. The word diligent again here is steadfastness. Being steadfast. Is required. It's critical. It's mandatory. Be steadfast and unmovable, my beloved brethren. Be steadfast and unmovable. There are a lot of voices out there confusing us. Today is this. Tomorrow is that. Next tomorrow is this. Next tomorrow is that. Now they said it's airborne. Tomorrow they'll say it's bedroom born. Kitchen born, calm born, outside born, inner born. Let us be steadfast in prayer, 
in the knowledge of the Lord and of his word. Let's go ahead. Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Let us be steadfast. Be steadfast. Of our profession, the profession of our faith, steadfastly, for he is faithful who promised. Let's be steadfast of the knowledge of his faithfulness, that God is faithful irrespective. Even when we err, let's still believe that he's faithful and he will turn your mistakes for good. He will turn evil for good. I proclaim before heaven and earth and the underworld on the account of the blood that Jesus shed that even in these difficult and trying and evil times, good will come out for us. I said good will come out. Something good will come out for you. If you believe something good is coming for you, even in these difficult times, put your hands together, shout yes. Something good will happen to us even in this difficult and trying time. Something good, something wonderful, something beautiful will come out of this situation. If you believe it, shout yes. Put your hands together. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Tonokosata. Hebrews 6. 18 and 19. We've been there? We've been there. Okay, so um, let's go to 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9. Five, Be sober. Be sober. Be vigilant. Vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Mm -hmm. Whom resist steadfast in the Who faith. Who resist steadfast in the faith. Knowing Mm -hmm. That the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Yeah. So as long as the Bible says, with much trouble, we shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. With much tribulation, trials, and temptation, we shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But resist steadfastly, or steadfast in the faith, the adversary, the accuser, the enemy. He that seeks and desires our head. He that divides our head and demise. In the name of Jesus. Resist steadfastly in the faith. Right now, I want you to take a second. Intercept. Intercept. And bind every agenda. Every agenda. Anything the enemy has devised. To your head, to your demise, to the head of our ministry, our nation, the future, our loved ones, our security, our safety. In the name of Jesus, we intercept it. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We intercept it. We intercept that which threatens our existence, future, security. Anything that compromises our safety, protection, security of our loved ones and them that concerns us home and abroad intercept 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 bind it in the name of Jesus open your mouth say something amen you may be seated thank you Lord Hebrews 10 23 let us let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promised Genesis 18:19 for I know him that he will command his children and his household after him and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him he said Abraham is steadfast he's unmovable he's strong in faith he's steadfast in his faith he didn't consider even the deadness of his own body and that of Sarah's womb. He refuses to pay attention to
to his immediate environment and circumstances. He refuses to pay attention to the voice, to the threatenings, to the intimidations, to the projections and the ill will of the enemy. But he's strong. He's steadfast in the faith. And I know that he will not relent. He will pass over the baton to the next generation. So I am committed to see to it that the plans and the intentions and agenda I have for his life shall come to pass even after him in the days of his sons and his children that his legacy will not be hijacked by another and by a stranger because he stepped fast in the faith. Put your hands together. Shout yes. Romans chapter 4 verse 18 to 21. Who against hope believed in hope? Who against hope believed in hope? Even when hope was over and there was nothing to hope about, every resources was exhausted. He had gone into the reserves of his faith and knowledge of God. Everything had dried up. His life and future was on the line. The enemy thought he had a field day and he had overcome and conquered Abraham. But even in the midst of all that, he still was steadfast in faith and in hope. Go ahead. Who against hope believed in hope? Who against hope? When there was nothing to hope about, he still hoped. When there was nothing to have an expectation of, he still had an expectation. But some way, somehow, something good will come out of this situation. Where there was nothing to hope about, where there was no hope about the situation, like we face, told that we might be dealing with a situation that could be around two to three years. Two to three years. And I'm not even sure of what shall happen to those of us in Africa. But God, but God. God and God alone is our fortress and our hiding place and our stronghold. When men trust in chariots, when men trust in horses, when men trust in the arm of flesh, we shall remember the name of the Lord our God. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth therein, and he is saved. We will run into the name of the Lord. We will take refuge in the name of the Lord, and it shall be well. And it shall be well. Put your hands together. Go ahead. That he might become the father of many nations. Yeah. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. He didn't pay attention to the reality and the facts of his own body, health, circumstances, condition, and immediate environment. Because anytime you pay attention to the voice of the enemy and to what the enemy is showing you or doing around you, he will determine your direction. Satan wants to give you direction. And the way he gets us is to pay attention to what he's saying and to what he's showing us. Whatever the enemy is saying, let it be silenced and dismissed. Whatever the enemy is showing us, we intercept it. Let it be intercepted. Let it be accursed. Let it come to nothing. Let it be bound. Let it be vanquished. In the name of Jesus, if you believe it, put your hands together. Shout yes. Go ahead. When he was about 100 years old, yeah. neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb, yeah. he staggered not of the promise of God through unbelief. He was not unstable, double-minded about it. He was not torn between two opinions. Whenever you pay attention to another voice and to any other voice than the voice of God, than the word of God, you are a victim of the devices of the enemy. You become a victim of Satan's plot and plan for your life. Whenever you pay attention to any other voice except the voice of God. When Eve paid attention to the voice of the serpent in the garden, she lost it. Anytime you pay attention 
to any other voice than the voice of God, than the word of God. You give Satan advantage over you. I pray for somebody. I don't know who I'm talking about and talking to and praying for. But I pray that no one hearing the sound of my voice will pay attention to a stranger's voice. For Jesus said, my sheep knows my voice. And the voice of a stranger they will not follow. I pray that you will not follow the voice of the stranger. That you will not follow the reasoning of the stranger. The argument of the stranger. The facts and the evidence on the ground through social media or through your immediate circumstances. That you will pay attention to the voice of the Lord and not the voice of another. Put your hands together. Give God praise. But was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Steadfast in faith, giving thanks. Showing an attitude of gratitude, even in the times of fears and threatenings. What a time. What a day we live in. But let no one hearing the sound of my voice find themselves in a life-threatening situation. And let no one that concerns you find themselves in a life-threatening situation. Let no one find themselves in a life and death situation. But be preserved in the name of Jesus. Enjoy divine immunity in the name of Jesus. Let all your immune systems be intact. Let your white and red blood cells be protected in the name of Jesus. Let not this virus have power over you or your family or your loved one. Home and abroad, be among the remnant that remains. When all is said and done, you will be among the remnant that remain. When men are cast down, then shalt thou say there is a lifting up. Let that be your testimony. I said, let that be your testimony. If you believe it, put your hands together. Shout yes. And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. These are the days to be persuaded of the capabilities of God. These are the days to be persuaded that God is able to deliver any will. These are the days to believe God like never before. These are the days to demonstrate our faith and love for God and his work and his house like never before. These are the days to be steadfast in faith, in our covenant responsibilities, and in our love for God and his house and his work. These are not days to relent. These are not days to quit. These are not days to backslide. These are not the days to justify why you can't fellowship with the brethren. These are not days to justify why you should be isolated from the brethren. But these are the days to be steadfast in the faith. Steadfast in our covenant responsibility. Steadfast in our love for God and his work and his house. These are the days to be steadfast in your knowledge of God and of his word. Irrespective, I know they are trying times and dangerous times and fearful times, but God is still God irrespective. Let their conspiracies backfire. Let every advantage they have be disadvantaged in the name of Jesus. Let them be stripped and denied even of their trusted weapons in the name of Jesus. Let them be confounded, be put to shame and turn back that divides our head. Let them be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord chase them and trouble them that trouble us. Yea, let their expectations of us come to a knot and to a halt in the name of Jesus. 
let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. In the name of Jesus, let their predictions be disappointed. Psalm 78, verse 35 to 37. And they remembered that God was their rock. These are the days to remember that our God is our stronghold. He's our rock. He's a rock. He's a fortress. He's our defense. Irrespective. He's still our rock. Still our defense. He will lift our head above the waters. For the Lord is a shield about us. He is our glory and the lifter up of our head. Thou, Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter up of my head. The grass withers, the flower faded, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Hallelujah. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. The word of the Lord concerning us and this house and our future and our offspring and loved ones is settled in heaven. Yea, forever, O Lord, thy word is settled, settled, settled in heaven. If you believe it's settled, put your hands together, say yes. O Lord, above all the earth, with him, neither were they steadfast in his covenant. They were not steadfast in their covenant responsibilities. Their heart was not with him. They lied. They made promises. Vows and commitment they never kept. They said things they knew they were never going to keep or honor towards the Lord and his house and his work. They made commitment and vows they knew they would never honor and keep. They did not praise him. They didn't sing the songs of Zion and the songs of redemption. They didn't have a grateful heart towards him. They murmured. They complained about everything. They were not steadfast in their covenant responsibility. They gave up their covenant responsibility. They gave up excuses why they can't honor their covenant responsibilities. That is not your portion. That is not you. You will be steadfast. You will be steadfast in your covenant responsibilities, irrespective. If you believe me, say yes. Revelation 2:25. But that which ye have already, hold fast till I come. He said, Hold fast to what you have. Hold fast to it. Be steadfast. 
in what you have till I come. Revelation 3 and 11. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. Somebody wants what you have. There's an adversary. There's an enemy who has set his eyes on what you have. Wants your crown. Wants what you have. Jesus said, be steadfast in what you have. Be steadfast in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hold fast unto what you have. Let another take your crown. I declare that you won't lose your crown. I declare that another will not take your crown. In the name of Jesus, say yes. Tomorrow, Monday, Wednesday and Tuesday, I've declared a 72 hours of prayer and fasting. The times we live in demands and requires sensitivity. Somebody say sensitivity. Please say it again. Say sensitivity. Say it again. Say sensitivity. These are not the days to pay attention much to the flesh. Because the flesh is making demands. The flesh has demands. And I was talking to Bishop Obodai the other day about the flesh. And he said something that was funny. He said, Papa, you can overcome in the morning and lose the battle by evening time. You can have the victory in the morning and lose it by evening. Because Jesus said, take up your clothes, follow me daily, daily. It's a daily thing. So you can be on top in the morning. And if you are not steadfast, diligent, or movable, you can lose it by evening. By a small thing, you can lose it. By some provocation, by some projection, the enemy can set you up in your own house. He can set you up by your husband or by your wife, by your son, your daughter, a loved one. It doesn't matter. He has ways of triggering things. Spiritual landmines, strange fires, fiery darts, arrows, throwing things at us to set us up, to miss it and to lose it, so we can have an advantage. But in the name of Jesus, I declare, let all such devices be intercepted in the name of Jesus, arrested in the name of Jesus. So next week, Tomorrow, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We want to pray prophetic and strategic prayers. That any event in the womb of the enemy projected into the womb of time that will cause anyone among us or anyone that concerns us, this house, this ministry, or this nation, any event program to bring grief, to bring pain, tears, and to disadvantage any family or anyone or our ministry or this nation. Let it be intercepted. Let it be a curse. Yea, let it be a curse. I said let it be a curse. And let the human instrument and vessels the enemy has deployed and given them an assignment and empower them to carry out his agenda where we are concerned, where our families, where this ministry, where this nation is concerned. Let them be accursed. Let them be intercepted. Let them be bound. Let their powers be revoked. Open your mouth. Somebody pray. I can't hear you. Esutumu kadahazis. I can't hear you. Le malakutumilika mahadaha. Oh, kibalahasa. Liketulaki atosa. Aborting the plans of the enemy. Aborting the devices of the adversary. Intercepting men and women. Giving the charge and the assignment. 
by the enemy to carry out his agenda and wishes concerning us, our family, our ministry, our nation. Let them, in the name of Jesus, be intercepted. Let their powers be revoked. Revoke. Revoke. Let their assignment be intercepted. 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 Let them be accursed and bound and be disadvantaged and turned back and put to shame. That divides our heart and demise. Let them be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord persecute and trouble them that trouble us by the power of Jesus' name. Amen. First Kings, First Kings chapter 20, verse 1 to 6. First Kings chapter 20, verse 1 to 6. And Benadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his hosts together. Again, again. And Benhadad, the king of Syria, the gathered all of his hosts together. Is still alive. Spirits don't die. The spirit of Benada is still alive. Today, let the spirit of Benada be a curse. Let the spirit of Benada be bound in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. And there were thirty and two kings with him. He gathered people, nations, chariots, horses. Numbers don't mean anything to the counsel of God. Numbers means nothing when it comes to the decrees and the ordinances of God and heaven. This king gathered 32 kings and surrounded Samaria very confident that Samaria was finished. But who is he that saith a thing and he came to pass when the Lord God commanded it not. He was so very confident. Curse is every man that trusted in the arm of flesh. Surrounded Samaria. Any group of demons or legions. And any group of men and women, women abroad. That have surrounded us. Our ministry. And our future. With a mischief. With a mischief. With an evil event. Today. On the account of the blood that Jesus shed. For the remission of sin. Let it be intercepted. Let it be accursed. And overturned. 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 Let them be scattered home and abroad. That divides our demise and head. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Put your hands together. Scatter them. Amen. Let's go forward. And he sent messengers to Ahab, king of Israel, into the city. He and sent said, messengers. And right. said unto him, uh -huh. Thus saith Benadad, Thy silver and thy gold is mine. Look at the audacity. A king of one nation had the audacity to make claims and demand on the silver and gold of another king and another nation. He said, your silver and your gold, I covet it. I want it. And it is mine. Go ahead. Thy wives also and thy children. He said, your wife, your husband, your children also. Even the goodliest are mine. He said, anything good in your eyes or pleasant in your eyes are mine. I want it. Go ahead. And the king of Israel answered and said, my lord, O king, according to thy saying, I am thine and all that I have. This is an error. This is an error. May you not err. I pray that you will not err. I pray that we will not err. In the face of adversity. In the face of threatenings. In the name of Jesus. That we will not err by the voice of a stranger. That we will not err by the things we are hearing and seeing around us. And on social media. That you will not err in your faith. In your pursuit of God. That you will not err. He erred. Watch what he did. Go ahead. And the messengers came again and said. Thus speaketh Benadad. Saying, because he did not put up a fight. The first time and was intimidated. The enemy came back again. The enemy you and I serve is not satisfied and enough is never enough. For evil is not satisfied till it destroys good. 
When somebody goes to court and sues you and they bring a writ against you and you don't appear in court, you don't appear in court, and you don't put in your defense, they will, the judge and the court will decide in the favor of someone against you to your disfavor because you did not appear in court or put in your defense by your attorney. When we don't put up a fight, the enemy has a field day. When we don't put up a fight, we give him the right to do as he please. But irrespective of where you are and what has gone on, for it is written, my enemy rejoice not over me, for when I fall, I will rise again. And if I sit in darkness, the Lord is a light unto me. The Bible said the righteous falleth seven times, and seven times he rises up again. The enemy will always use some kind of a mistake or an error in your life to threaten you. So the king of Syria came, he intimidated, and he threatened the king of Israel. And he looked at the enemy and said, we don't stand a chance. So let me give in. When we don't fight the good fight of faith, we become victims. We become casualties. We empower the enemy. But today, even if you are down, I declare that is not the end of your life. Even if you are down, I declare that there is a tomorrow. Today may not be good for you, but tomorrow will be better. And I declare that that which is meant for evil will turn for your good. Whatever evil they have devised for you, I proclaim on the account of the blood of Jesus that this evil will turn for your good. For your shame, he will give you double. For your shame, he will give you double. I declare it is working for your good. It will work for your good. It is working for your good. If you believe it, put your hands together, shout yes. Although I have sent unto thee, saying, Thou shalt deliver me thy silver and thy gold, and thy wives and thy children, yet I will send my servants unto thee tomorrow about this time. And they shall save thine house, and the houses of thy servants. And it shall be that whatsoever is pleasant in thine eyes, they shall put it in their hand and take it away. Because he did not put up a fight the first time, and he gave in to threatenings, and gave in to fear, to intimidation. He gave in to reproach, to disgrace. He gave in to the suggestions of the enemy. The enemy came back again with another demand, a higher one. And said, thank you very much for not putting up a fight. I'm taking your wives, your husbands, your sons, your daughters, your children. And everything that concerns you is mine. I'm taking it. Covetousness and evil eye. Didn't stop there. He said, because you didn't put up a fight, I'm going beyond what I requested the first time. Now, I'm going to invade the dwellings of all your servants. And everything you've given to them and everything pleasant in your eyes that they have in their possession, I will take it into my hands also. And this time around, he decided to put up a fight. And the Lord came through for him. I declare that those that shall put up a fight shall be among the remnant that remain when it is over. I declare that those that shall put up a fight will have the upper hand and the victory when it is over. There is no crown without a fight. For he that overcometh will I give the crown of life. There is no victory without a fight. Fight the good fight of faith. Paul said, I fought the good fight. Stand on your feet, we are going to pray. Any evil eye, anyone that covets your husband, your wife, your children, your legacy, the works of your hands, your investment, your silver, your gold, your future, and that which concerns you, it doesn't matter who they are, what power they possess, who they are working with, who is on their side, in the name of Jesus, let them be scattered abroad. Let them be as chaff before the wind. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. Let their threatenings come to a halt. 
Let their demands and claims be disappointed. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, put your hands together, deal with them. I will not lose a loved one. You will not lose a loved one. Let there be no loss of any life among us. Let there be no loss of anyone that concerns us home and abroad by threatenings, by intimidation, by any means. Let there be no losses. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and force declare. know that you were blessed by that message and we look forward to sharing God's word with you once again. For more information on this and many other Action Chapel International products and messages, you may visit our Dominion Bookshop located on the premises of Action Chapel, Spintex Road. Or you may call our offices on 030-701-1851 or you may also visit us online at www.actionchapel.net Once again, thank you for joining us today and may your life continue to be changed in God's presence.